0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hello friends and welcome again to another episode of Source of Truth podcast. And thank you for joining us, whether you're joining us live or watching or listening later. Uh, We are grateful that you've made a point to make the Word of God part of your day and to allow me to be part of your day. And so we will continue for the next few minutes in our study in the book of Proverbs as we will uh, look down and continue in Proverbs chapter 4. As we begin this week, I want to thank you um, for just beginning your week with the Word of God and beginning your week with us and giving us a chance to speak in and just be part of of, uh, of your day. Hopefully it's an encouragement. We, we love the book of Proverbs because we definitely live in a day where wisdom is needed. What to do, what not to do, how to handle, how to approach, how to consider, um, and we truly definitely need that. And so we're grateful that God has given us such an effective book like the book of Proverbs to be able to help us and to point us in the right direction. And so today we're going to continue to examine that book and we really hope it's a help to someone today. So we're continuing in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, and uh, so we'll begin in verse 20. The Bible says, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear into my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Uh, As I look at the word of God uh, in this section, there's actually two sections here. uh, And the reason I I won't focus all of our attention today in verse 20 to 22 is, again, as we've stated more than once, it's it's another emphatic repetition of what Solomon's telling, uh, truly trying to remind uh, his son of the great importance of um, the importance of gaining wisdom. So again in verse 20, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear, Le- lean in, learn what's going on, let my words, let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, they are life unto those that find them, and have to all their flesh. He said, so, it's another reminder, really, again, he's speaking to his son, this is us as Christians from God hearing, and we're being reminded again of the grave importance of needing wisdom, and, and not just knowing it's there, but incline your ear, listening, get the things you need, evaluate how it changes in your life, and allow that to work, and and so we see this as one of um, the great need as he's telling his son, and, and it's the church needs to hear today. Again, Old Testament book, but the church definitely needs today. Uh, he says, listen, don't let them depart from what you're doing. Uh, the truth, my words, wisdom, they're a life." And to, those, and to those of us that find them, and health to all their flesh. So he starts off with another emphatic point of the premise. Not only the importance of needing wisdom, but all that can come with it. This is health. This is guidance. This, these are the things that will help you through the bad times. These are the things that will give you strength, give you guidance when you have to make decisions and what to do and what not to do. These, these are the things that we need so again uh, as i thank you for being here it's another reminder of the importance of things like this the word of god time in the word of god li- listening watching a podcast things of that nature how, how what can i learn how can i grow in this and it's just another great reminder of the word of god uh but then what he does is he jumps into the section i want to spend the rest of our time on tonight and he really tells uh, his son and us as readers, three things that are necessary that he encourages in this. So let's break those three things down. Let's start in verse number 23. Solomon says this, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So as he's concluding chapter 4, of course, he was writing a letter to us at the conclusion of a chapter. Um, as he's finishing this thought to his son, he talks about the need for wisdom, and then he tells him to keep. The word keep is a military term to guard, guard their heart with diligence, uh, it's simple, be very specific about it, be careful, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, obviously, the heart in this passage is speaking of the spiritual heart. We'd say our mind or soul, the things that, what makes our decisions. When, when I decide what I will do with God, what I won't do with God, when I decide what I will do as a family, when I decide as a man different decisions, how I view politics, how I view the social things of the world, um, those will come from my heart. Those will, so here's the idea, my heart, the, the establishment of my beliefs, so what I believe is in my heart, and then what I act upon is based upon what I believe. And so, uh, and then now, we also know that our beliefs can be tainted by perspective. If we really believe something's happening, we're going to believe everything in that point. But, honestly, we simply look at it. From politics to church to everything, the simple premise is this. Whatever it is we put into our heart and allow ourselves to believe, those will establish our actions. Okay, simple point i don't mean to get political but i want to use politics as an example of this Uh, I'm not going to tell you which party to vote for. I'm not going to tell you which side to believe. But I think we can honestly state that as you watch uh, the DNC, the RNC, the conventions, you you read the platforms, you listen to the different people. Don't get me wrong. Ignoring the media and their point on it. But honestly, just understanding the Democrats' vision for America and the Republicans' vision for America. Uh, You will make a decision on who you're going to vote for based upon what you believe is the better platform. Which one follows your views? Which one do you think would be better for our country? Which one do you think follows your morals? Things of that nature. And that's all based upon your beliefs. Uh, so, I will make one point. When I think of things like abortion, I'm going to vote for people who are anti-abortion. Am I have a problem with women's rights? No. The Bible says thou shalt not kill. When God created man, start in the womb. That baby's alive, and so I'm going to find someone who votes that way. My belief system, and, and, and by the way, abortion is not a political point of view. It is a moral point of view. But my belief system establishes my actions. And so, and don't get me wrong, there is nobody in politics that will agree 100% with you or me none. But I need to vote. So I will vote with the one that would be closest to where I believe or the Bible stands. And we can go a lot lot of different areas in that. The friends you decide to associate with should you make those decisions based upon your beliefs. Um, Decisions you will make, where you will go, the kind of church you will go to. All these different things are going to be based upon your beliefs. So what you believe will establish your actions. And so what he's telling you there is guard your heart, that party that establishes the belief with diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Be careful what you allow yourself to listen to, to read, to to hear, because what you allow into your heart will establish your beliefs on life. So sometimes it's going to be the news. You watch the media and your view of the world will be based upon whichever news broadcast you listen to. Some people are basing their views off of Facebook and Instagram, very dangerous, or Twitter, very dangerous thing to do. Some are basing their views on the world based upon the sports scene at the moment. There's nothing wrong with listening to those things, but if we focus ourselves on just this one thing, well, I, they agree with me, all my decisions will be based upon that one or two thoughts. One, here's the key. What we put in will establish what we do. So therefore, the word of God needs to be the thing we put in. That's why we call it the source of truth. The word of God needs to be the thing that helps me establish my direction. Wherewithal shall young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Let me not wander from my commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. I, I let the word of God guide me. I let the word of God direct me. I let the word of God propel me, and it's the Word of God that I bring in. And here's the thing that's unique. How shall man cleanse his way? By following the, taking heed of the Word of God. So here's the premise. Even though I'm going to hear all kinds of things in, in politics and media and all these things from the world, I filter it through the Word of God. I bring in the Word of God too. So therefore, when I hear it, this voice should be the loudest, God's voice, the Word of God, should be the loudest voice in my heart. And since it is the loudest voice in my heart, then when I hear the other ones, "Ah, I I don't believe that. Because I've based my beliefs off the Word of God. So he says, guard diligently your heart because ultimately what you believe will be established from these things. So, uh, the, so he, after you gets are talking about wisdom, he begins by saying, be careful what you allow in. That means what you watch, what you listen to. Be very, very careful what you allow into your heart. Then he goes to verse 24 and he says, now he, now he begins talking about guarding our heart. That's the first. And the second thing is he kind of he gives some established. Well, I guess the first thing was wisdom. The second was guarding the heart. The third one was, now what do we do? We're going to guard. Now we have to be heading in a direction. We have to be careful. Let me explain what I mean. Verse 24, put away from the afford mouth and perverse lips, but far from thee. Um, the, the idea is what we're saying, what we're talking about. Be careful it's godly. Be careful it's right. We make mistakes, we get it right. But be careful it's godly. Be careful that what we desire to do is encouraging to others. It's biblical. It's godly. Careful how we use our tongue because it can be used for great and it can be used for damage. And, and again, it comes from the heart if my heart is frustrated and i'm not guarding it and i'm and i and i'm and i'm allowing things to come into it to cause grief it'll affect what i say so he says, be careful, put away from the a, a forward or wrong or aggressive mouth or uh, perverse lips or far from me. Verse 25, let thine eyes look right on and thine eyelids look straight before thee. Don't be distracted by the things of the world. Don't be distracted by all the cares of the world because there's a lot of them. Don't, don't, don't just look at and say, I know God is there and I know he's doing this, but this and that and this and that and it'll keep your eyes focused. Because if Satan can get your eyes off of the path you're on and see things, I'm telling you, it's going to easily pull you away and you're, and you're going to see discouragement. You're going to see frustration. You're going to see things that aren't true. You're going to begin to believe them, and it's just going to pull you apart, put away. Let be careful what you're watching. So be careful what you say. Be careful what you look at, or the direction you're going. Ponder the paths of thy feet, and let thy ways be established. Decide where am I going? Ponder the path of my feet. Which direction am I going? Am I going to follow God? If I am, what is he? Where is he going? And then be established in that. Don't turn. He'll turn to the right hand or to the left. Do not turn, because he says that in verse 27. Turn not to the right hand or to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. So he tells us we need wisdom and, and seek after it. Then he says, be very, very careful about what you bring into your heart. Be careful what you listen to. Be careful what you read. Be careful what you believe because it will ultimately establish. And he says, now, let me tell you what happens. He goes, once you understand your heart condition, it establishes your view of life. Think about Peter when he walked on the water. When he first got out of that boat, and and by the way, we love to criticize Peter because he got on the boat and he fell. We love that. Peter's lack of faith because he fell uh, in the water. None of the other disciples got out of the boat. He got out, he walked on the water, he did something that no other human's ever done. And we look at that and say, we can focus on the failure, or we can focus on his willingness to step out. A lot of people look at the fact that Peter when, when the miracle, when he cast one net on their side, and then Jesus says, "Put it in the other." And you know, in, the, in, the, in the Bible it says that you know he cast down the nets, and he put down one plural. He had more than one net, and he only chose one. And a lot of people say, "If he had more faith, he would have caught more." Can I encourage you? He still put it down. He still obeyed and God's still blessed. We're so quick to uh, to kind of criticize Peter. It's so easy to. He's kind of obnoxious and so easy to. Uh, let me encourage you. But Peter, when he walked on the, on the on the water, as long as his eyes were focused on Jesus, he was not influenced or affected by the waves. But the moment his... His servant, more his disciple, mind of watching Jesus and being informed in a great miracle, was overrun by his fisherman mind, his sailor mind. He looked around and he realized the true extremity of what's happening. Not only did he just get his eyes off Jesus, he was focused on the other. Therefore, since he was focused on the on the circumstances, guess what? He reacted to the circumstances. And when we focus on the negative, we will react on the negative. So keep your eyes focused on Jesus. He says so, and then he says, "Your eyes." I, you know, and then he talks about what you're, ta- what you're saying. Be careful what you say. And then he says, listen, where are your feet? So he talks about the parts of our direction, our thinking. Why? Because ultimately, where we go, what we say, what we believe, comes from what we've put in. That's why it is important as what we watch on television or what we listen to in music. It is important what we read in the Word of God. It is important that we allow God's Word to have an influence. It is important that we do read it, uh, that we listen to it, and then we actually do it. Actually, success in Scripture has never been by knowing Bible. Success in Scripture has always been stated as you will do the Word of God. Um, So when we look at all of these things, we look back and we see that God, God says, wisdom is there, you need it, but be careful that you allow wisdom to establish your heart belief and not... Other things, because something else comes into your heart, belief. You're going to find yourself uh, making some weak decisions, making some bad decisions, or going the wrong direction. Here's an example of a passage. And by the way, when you when you study the book of Ruth, I love the book of Ruth in the aspect of I think a theme of the book of Ruth is the kinsman redeemer. Ruth was a lady that really should not have been in in this family. Uh, Her husband dies. She follows her her uh, mother-in-law back to a place that was not her homeland, and ultimately ends up becoming the wife of the great leader there. He, he, be, he becomes a kinsman redeemer. And it talks about the fact that even though we're not born in the family of God, God will bring us in. And I'll tell you, uh, it all points to that one part. But let me tell you how it starts. It starts with a man by the name of Elimelech, who takes his family into the, into a land to get away from a famine. Now, most people would not look at Elimelech and say, how dare you walk to a land with food when there's no food in, um, no food in the land. In fact, many people believe, many people believe that it was in, in correlation with the times of the judges, more than likely maybe Gideon. So they were being oppressed, more than likely by the Midianites. And so Elimelech says, I'm just getting out of here, and he goes down. And and Elimelech's been judged for a lot of things, you know, and they say, well, God punished him because he died, his sons died. Be very, very careful placing judgment on things. We don't have a lot of information. We do know that they were warned not just to walk away. Walking away due to circumstances was not the right move. Uh, as much as I'm grateful when I read the book of Ruth and how God blessed and all of that it wasn't a good decision he'd made a decision based upon circumstances circumstances has to be part of it you have to look at it because one of the ways that God reveals his will is through circumstances so you do have to be aware of your circumstances you do have to be aware of what God is doing around you because those are one of the guiding points of of where he has you going but don't be controlled by them Allow God to help you filter through those circumstances. Keeping your heart with all diligence is, I think, one of the bigger points here. Satan wants to get in, and he wants to convince you of lies, and he is very, very good at it. And while he tries to convince you of lies, he tries to get you to make bad decisions based upon those lies. I encourage you, don't let him do it. If you're discouraged, just stop for a second and spend some time with God. Uh, Don't get me wrong, when we make decisions for God, they're not always easy, but we have to make sure they are in the right path. And so I encourage you to make sure that you allow God to have that first place in your heart so that as he is... As you're making decisions, you're not allowing being influenced by the world around you, being influenced by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the opportunity to take just a few minutes and share the Word of God with you who are watching and listening today. Uh, We are so grateful that we have the opportunity and that you would just honor us with the privilege to be able to just take a couple minutes and listen to what God has laid upon our heart here. And I pray pray that it was an encouragement and a help to you. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. And I hope you keep strong, keep close to God. trust in him through these crazy times. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time.